And hello, fellow Realtors. I am Amber Lewis. And I'm Rob Pasker. And we are your Realtors Real Talk podcast team. And we are here with three very special guests today. We are in Birmingham for Black Summit. They just got off the stage. And we are talking about Sheba, 10 years in review. So let's start Dr. Courtney Johnson-Rose, our current NARAP president. Thank you for being here with us. My pleasure. Julius Cartwright, our past NARAP president. Thank you for being with us. Kimberly Barnes-Henson and Shonda Patterson, who is our NARAP PAC co-chairs. Welcome, ladies. Hope you guys get a round of applause. We're on the occasion to have such esteemed guests. I yes. know. Yes. We're so special. We're the Real Tis Real Talk <laughs> podcast. And you all just got on stage and talking about the 10-year review of Sheba. Yes. Yes. 10 well, years. Tell us about ten like, a 10-year whole decade of Sheba. So this is special to be able to produce the data, produce a report consistently like this. Uh, so it's a huge accomplishment for NARAB to produce the state of housing of black Americans for 10 years steady. Um, so this year with our 10 year edition, we're excited about the recommendations. We're excited about the data. We're excited about the black summit and over 250 of our members that traveled to be here yes. to be a part of the release. So it's a historic day for NARAM. Absolutely. Ten years is yes. a long time of just consistency. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> 10 years is all the programs that have come, the data that has come, if you had to, if you had to say what impact has come from the State of Housing and Black America report after 10 years? Who wants to jump in on that? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much, right? Well, it has been um, a lot. One of the, the key things for me, being a part of NARAB and just watching the State of Housing report come out year after year, is being able to acclimate myself to the data points so that I'm a better advocate um, in my local market. Yeah. And that's one of the huge things um, that I take away from it and that it's an actual written document that's well respected across the country that all of our local markets can now be better advocates in their area for uh, the cause of black housing. Yeah, when you think about the Sheba report, I think the wonder of it all is that you have created an industry industry standard, right? Yes. So everybody's coming in after, like, well, we want that, right? But outside of that, everybody's using it. Everybody it's uses the tell, the data. tell sign of where we're yes. going as an organization. When we think about the future state, so 10 years have passed, we're going towards, you know, what is this North Star? But we do have this data, and the data tells the story. What story do we want NARAP to tell as an outcome of this? Well, I think it's evolving each year. Uh, uh, Jim mentioned about the piece that was added on climate change. Uh, that was something 10 years ago that, or eight years ago, would not have been part of the report. But uh, it was a first, and it was something that was duly noted um, by the Secretary uh, of HUD, yeah. and they're excited about that and us implementing the next stages of that. So I think it's going to always evolve and continue to grow from where we started from with a, was a focus on foreclosure mitigation, mm -hmm. neighborhood blight, and disaster recovery coming off of uh, the Hurricane Katrina epidemic mm -hmm. and, and, and some of the things that hit after that. So Every year, I think it's going to evolve, and we're going to add more spokes to the wheel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, 
as it should evolve and it's going to grow, mm -hmm. when it comes to our partners, how has the data helped us build relationships and given our partners direction? That's a president question. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been amazing. Um, NARAP has, I think, 19 MOU partners right now. And whenever we go to an MOU partner like Church of God in Christ or Full Gospel Baptist or Delta Sigma Theta, Alpha Phi Alpha, we always lead with Sheba. We lead with the data. And it's always astonishing for other black organizations or leaders to hear the state of housing in black America um, and how dire it is and how our ethnic group is the lowest of all of the ethnic groups and how systematic racism still 50 years later is still affecting us uh, when it comes to building wealth and being able to become homeowners. So when we lead with that type of data, um, it's hard for another black organization or a partner not to want to help, not to want to roll up their sleeves and do their part to be able to increase building black wealth. So we have used it as a tool. Having the data, being able to present it in such a way has been a great tool for NARAB to gain very powerful partnerships. Now our job is to leverage those partnerships. Mm. And one of the That's best good. ways that we're doing that is through our Building Black Wealth Tour. So as we go to 100 cities where we're going into local markets to be able to teach and train and educate and inspire our community to home ownership, we are doing that with our MOU partners. Mm -hmm. We're doing that with the National Bar Association of Black Lawyers. We're doing that with Delta Sigma Theta. We're doing that with the Alphas. We're doing that with the Kojic Church. So they are on board with us, but it's the state of housing in Black America data that helps them see how important and how timely it is for us to talk to our community and really sound the alarm on building Black wealth. Absolutely. Well, it's it's one of those things we can talk about black wealth. We can talk about black home ownership, yes. and, but when you actually see the numbers, it shows mm -hmm. that we are in numbers a state don't of emergency. Lie. Yep, the we numbers don't lie. Of emergency, and, and it, it mobilizes people. Yes. You know, yep. So, yeah. That is power. I would say it makes it real mm -hmm. for people too. And as you say, just talking about it is not enough anymore. But to have the data to show this is what has. We've attracted this, and this is what's actually happening and is happening. Um, and to see how we started with wanting to tell our story um, because we don't want someone else to tell our story because they don't know our story. Yeah. And to have this report catch on like it's been catching on over the last 10 years and the, and the attraction that it has for wanting the data because since especially since 2020 when George Floyd was murdered everybody was wanting yeah. to do something black related you know we were the flavor of the month <laughs> and to me the Sheba report was an excellent tool to leverage for us to get other organizations especially those organizations that don't look like us um, to get on board because they realize what those numbers are saying too, where the home ownership piece is going and the direction it's going. When we think about our locals, right, what is the expectation? Now we have the data, yes. we have the reports. Mm -hmm. What are your expectations as leaders and how do they leverage this in the conversation that they're having? Yeah, one big thing that we're trying to do in working with our national office um, is to be able to provide the data for our local chapters for their local cities. 
So for example, we want to be able to position our chapters to be able to do the state of housing in Birmingham, Black Birmingham, state of housing in Black Houston, state of housing in Black Hampton, state of housing in Black Cleveland. We want to be able to provide the data specifically for those cities. So you have the Sheba report, which is the, the, uh, the high level uh, macro view, but also to be able to provide that micro view also too with that individual city. By doing that, if our chapters can then be in a position to host the state of housing in Black Cleveland, then that then positions them as a local chapter, as the local real estate experts for the Black community in that area. So NARAB has used Sheba to position us as the real estate experts nationally for Black America, but now let's position our 117 chapters to be the voice, to be the experts for the Black communities in the cities that they serve in. So that's really the next step for us. How do we scale our impact mm -hmm. is we, we trickle it down into our local markets. That's Great powerful. time to be a realtor. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, mean yes. I, I pulled like him the data. Hum the data, hum yes. The data. yes. I pulled that, but I mean, when, when you can look at the home ownership rate in your local, where you yes. stand, and then mm -hmm. take that to policymakers, um, elected officials, yes. even like, what you do at the macro level should be done at the micro level. Yes, yes, you know, same so thing. Absolutely, no question. Yep. Yep. Ten years in, the next ten years. Mm -hmm. That's what the I next ten years is gonna, really about. We're going to be at. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to be advocating and pushing change. Well, it's powerful too because it gives you the ability to have leverage. Mm -hmm. So I'll use an example coming out of Cleveland. Yeah. You know, we met with one of our main partners, financial institution partners that really is they have not been doing loans for Black. Uh, people in America, or specifically within their footprint. Mm -hmm. And so we came to the table with Sheba, and gotcha. we broke it down by mm -hmm. our actual, you know, Cleveland market mm -hmm. and said, what are you going to do about this, yeah. right? And it's not, let's take you out back and stone you. It's how do we bridge this gap? Yeah. Right. How do we together. work together as partners? Right. Mm -hmm. How do we actually identify this is where we are? These are the actual units that you're doing. These yes. are the subsets that you're actually not supporting. Mm -hmm. What programming and products can we create as a realtor in yes. partnership with you? And what it did for them is say, you're actually holding me accountable. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have the numbers in front. Mm -hmm. You can't disagree with numbers can't disagree. because it's there, right? <laughs> numbers don't lie. And numbers <laughs> don't lie. Now, you can tell different stories with the numbers, yeah. but if you did what you're supposed to do in the first place, it would never be that way, yeah. right? Yeah. So I just can say from a testimonial perspective that I appreciate the fact that we have this report because it yes. did give us leverage. It gives us a voice in the room. Mm -hmm. And I think yes. it makes us very respected because it's not us just coming and saying, you know, how do we fix this or what? No, we're telling you. We're telling what you. Our right. Yeah, factual. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That's good. And I think the other thing that it does, it, it gives us a narrative uh, legislatively, media-wise, and it uplifts the organization as a whole. Yeah. So, you know, we no longer had, have to say, according to this study, mm -hmm. we can reference our own and, and, and go enter. So that's the key element to me. That's she talked about partnerships. One of the things that I keep going back to that piece of data where it showed uh, the black women leading mm -hmm. the men in the family unit. What about 
now we're able to take that data to our churches, mm -hmm. to the other partners who Correct. really work with families, mm -hmm. to let them see the impact that this is having in the overall wealth yes. um, and how they too can use the data yes. that we have. There's so many ways mm -hmm. to use the data, not yeah. just when we're talking about from a lending perspective, mm -hmm. but making stronger black families as yes. well. I think that those numbers that we have That's now big. would be really, really helpful mm -hmm. um, with our faith-based partners and also yes. with our um, uh, uh, Divine Nine partners Correct. as yes. well. Correct. I think about the same thing. Uh, Jim, when we talk about millennials mm -hmm. um, and how black millennials compared to white millennials yes. is such a gap just in terms of getting a mortgage and getting a home. Mm -hmm. So you see, if we don't pick up the pace in that arena, we'll still be here, if not worse, mm -hmm. in the next 20 to 30 yeah. years. Mm -hmm. So data can tell us that. Yes, We can use data to sound the alarm. We can use data with our Divine Nine organization. Mm -hmm. We can say, hey, collegiate, yes. you know, <laughs> yes. you're going to graduate college, but mm -hmm. this is what's, yes. what is actually happening. Mm -hmm. So the data positions us to be able to really help our community and see. foresee the future mm -hmm. um, and be able to affect change. Mm -hmm. that's good. Absolutely. I mean, that's my favorite part of the information, the Sheba Report, is yes. that it gives me the data to create programming to yes. bridge some of these gaps. Yes. Because something that was alarming to me for last year was that yeah. the black male homeownership rate had decreased for five years straight. Wow. And we got all this stuff, we talking about all the women in real estate, but yeah. what are we doing for our men? Yes. Yeah, you what's know? happening so, to the brothers? Yeah, yeah. so we, it's a We lot. have a uh, course that we're putting as part of the Black Wealth Tour um, called Black Men by Houses. Absolutely. Um, okay. Two of our Houston members, Kevin I and Aisha Shelton, started this. Um, and they're here in Birmingham. We'll do the course on Saturday too. But it's a cry out to black men mm -hmm. to say, hey, Brothers, mm -hmm. the leaders of the family. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yes. it's time to learn what those steps are. Uh, but we've been very encouraged to see how many brothers are coming to understand, to learn. So it's not a lack of desire. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a lack of information or mm -hmm. education or confidence to go in and actually go for it. So we are we are conscious of it. Um, and as part of the Building Black Wolf tour will be able to try to help identify those those are brothers. We're also excited about our new partnership with Phi Beta Sigma, yes. uh, which is a, a large black fraternity of African-American men. Um, and we're going to do a webinar series for them on homeownership for their brothers. So knowing that data, seeing that data helps us say, OK, we know this relationship with the Sigmas, with the Alphas is really, really important because you're going to where the black men are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I would imagine that everybody that's watching right now already knows about the Black Wealth Tour because you tell them. Tell them about the tour. <laughs> for those that don't know. The tour is, is, is on the way. We have our second stop. Uh, this weekend, November 11th in Birmingham, uh, we had Houston. We had over 1,000 consumers there. Birmingham, we have over 800 consumers signed up wow. to be there on Saturday. So this tour is on fire. Mm -hmm. We will go to 100 cities. You can see the cities and the dates at NARABblackwolftour.com. But the tour has two goals. One is to educate and inspire our community to bring them to wealth building. And the second goal is to position NARAB and realtors as the trusted advisor for real estate in the black communities across the country. So the tour is on the way. The tour is fire. Uh, the tour is informational. Yes. And we help hope to touch thousands of black families through this tour over the next two years. 
Absolutely. This is powerful. I think if you didn't learn anything else from today's conversation, Relatives, you learned two things. Number one, you should own a home, yes. right? That's and number two, you should own your own information. And that's what she yes. is. We own that's our right. own information. Yes. yes. That is spot on. Yes. yes. Well, we thank you for being here with us thank today. You Thanks for having us. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Keep it up. Yes. Onward yeah. and upward, 12 and beyond. It's a good time to be a realtor. It is. Great time to be a realtor. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.